Hello and welcome to Meta Beta Gaming Solo Saturday News. I am your host, Matthew Warbe, aka MWarbe001, for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers. I'm CoolHardy100 on Steam, currently playing Marvel Spider Man, or I will in a few hours. But yeah, this is the Solo Saturday News. I know I've been gone for a while, but due to electrical issues and technical issues, we weren't able to do episodes. But, you know, I'm back and hopefully we can get back on track at a steady schedule and release some more videos and some more audios for you guys. So moving on, for anybody who's not aware, Solo Saturday News is basically when I go about the crazy gaming stories and I talk it to you guys, so that way you guys don't have to. <laughs> so moving on, uh, let's get started, because this is going to be a very Pokemon-centric episode, because Pokemon Scarlet and Violet was just released, and there's a lot to talk about it. So moving on, let's talk about the review bombs that are going on with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet due to the ever-increasing Twitter post of performance issues, glitches, as well as some other things that you shouldn't be able to do in the game, but you do anyway. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet are getting review bombs with some of the worst reviews since Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Now, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl were just... Those games were horrible when they launched because they literally launched incomplete where the updates weren't really updates. They were adding stuff into the game that should have been there from the beginning, like adding a animations as well as actual cutscenes that didn't make it to the physical cartridge release. We're not getting that bad yet, but there are some visual glitches and stuff like that. Me personally... I played the game yesterday. I have about 14, 15 hours into it. I couldn't duplicate many of the bugs that I seen on actually Twitter. I don't know if I was doing it wrong, but I was able to duplicate maybe one of them, maybe one or two. But yeah, I could also confirm that there's some serious performance issues. Um, NPC animations are horrendous. Like in the opening cutscenes. Uh, where you first enter the academy, you can literally see uh, the kids' legs moving, and they're literally moving like at 10 frames per second, 10 or 15. I know people are saying 5, but I'm going to be a little generous. I'm going to say 10 to 15. Uh, yeah, that's a cutscene. Now, moving around the actual world, traversing NPCs and Pokemon's animations do look like they're animating at half the frame rate until you get extremely close to them and don't really move for like a second or two then then the animation will update and they will animate at the full 30 frames per second but once you start moving and once you're at a distance their animations are literally 10 10 to 15 frames per second um that is pretty much one of the main issues it is performance I done a quick FPS analysis. Um, it's nothing in depth. I was just traversing the world and stuff like that. And I was counting an average of 25 to 30 FPS on average. There was an instance where I got the FPS to drop to about 18 to 20, but I wasn't able to duplicate it again. Once again, these are these rare 
instances where I'm not able to duplicate my results on a consistent basis. So it's it, it was very hard for me to figure out like why are these games so buggy because it happens for like a shocker and then when I try to do it again it doesn't come out and I'm like oh crap. So it, so one of the consistent things I could say is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet do not have great performance. Is it unplayable? No. I got 14 hours into the game. So if I could get past it, I'm pretty sure other people can. But yeah, uh, it's not a flawless performance. It, it's not smooth by any means. But it's still playable, which is the sad part. Yeah. So moving on. Another sad part is the game has been released no less than 24 hours ago and the game runs better on emulator than it does on regular consoles which is a big big selling point for the nintendo switch is it is the portability but when you have a nintendo switch emulator on let's say a steam deck and it plays better what's the point of buying a switch if you could just get a get a steam deck um Luckily, for people who don't want to deal with the bad performance or wait for Game Freak to patch their games and, and hope to God that their patch fixes the issues, uh, emulation got you covered to an extent because emulation is not perfect. For for one, you do need uh, in a, an NVIDIA GPU, AMD GPUs. There are more issues and stuff like that that are harder to fix because of the architecture and drivers of AMD at the moment. But... For the most part, for for actually NVIDIA users, the performance issues are all gone. You're getting a stable 30 FPS, as well as you're getting, uh, if you have a good enough graphics card, you can actually pump up the resolution to 4K. Uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet run at 1080p docs, so uh, using the 2x resolution scaler, you can get up to 4K graphics. Uh, some people claim on a 4090 they could get up to 6 to 8K graphics, but I don't have a 4090 to test that, so uh, 4K is the highest. But AMD users, Sally, you can't use the resolution scaler, you only could do native. Also, if you're using the Yuzu emulator with an AMD GPU, you are going to get a yellow filter which is a known AMD bug on the Switch emulator. Uh, there's no word right now from either the Ryujin's devs or the Yuzu's devs on how quickly they could patch these uh, graphical issues. But at least on Ryujin's on native resolution, I get a flawless 30 FPS. So I'm actually thinking about moving permanently to the to the Ryujin's emulator to, to actually play Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, unless I'm going like on a road trip or something where uh, I could bring my Switch and then I'll play it on my Switch. But it seems to be that resolution is uh, on the 1080p side. Um, there is dynamic resolution at play. Um, from actually data miners. I don't know how good that is because of the bad performance. I don't know if the game is using the resolution scaler effectively because of the bad performance. But uh, yeah, it seems like emulation right now, if you're on NVIDIA G GPU, if you're on an AMD GPU um, and you want to try out emulation, emulation, I suggest you use the Ryujin server due to Yuzu servers having a uh, quite a few more graphical bugs on the AMD side. But if you're on a video GPU, either either or emulator works fine. Now, moving on, we're going to stay on this Pokemon trend. 
data leakers, data miners, whatever you want to call it, has confirmed that the Pokemon virus, also known as Pokerus, Pokerus virus, which has been a stable since gold and silver and crystal, um, is not present in Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not crazy. I mean, I really don't care about it, but it's weird that a feature that has been in since Generation 2 um, is no longer there. Like, really? It's bad enough that the game is losing, like... It's losing reviews. It's losing a lot. But, uh, yeah, let's just move on. Because, yeah, let's just move on. <laughs> I have nothing really to say about that. But, uh, so let's move on. Um, let's move on to Crystal Dynamics. Because they have an interesting tease. And they're teasing about a new Tomb Raider game that could be revealed next year. Now, how late next year, nobody knows. But... Honestly, I mean, the Tomb Raider reboots, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider, they were phenomenal. I loved them. I have them all on Steam. I have them also for uh, Xbox. They are phenomenal games. I think this was a great return to form for actually Laura Croft. I love the design changes. I love the story. I love the character progression of uh, the uh, naive survivalists. And how she slowly transforms into the badass Laura Croft that we all know and love from the earlier Tomb like like a Tomb Raider games. So I I really love that. So more Tomb Raider, I'm all for it. Like I'm all for new Tomb Raider. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Um, it's probably gonna be game of the year, <laughs> in my opinion. But uh, yeah. Apparently, somebody discovered a side quest in God of War Ragnarok that actually pays tribute to to a developer that has sadly passed away. Um, there is a heart, a green heart, on the side quest, and it's just touching. Um, you know, it's touching, and it's great when when uh, developers do this because obviously, death is. You know, it is a part of life, but it is sad, especially when it's someone that you care about, a, a beloved friend, family member, you know, just anybody, death in general. You know, um, you know, it can be extremely sad and extremely grief-wrecking. So uh, to have these things in TV shows, movies, video games, that kind of pays tribute to uh, important people that were a part of somebody's life you know, that affected them in a positive way. It's just very touching. So it's great that Santa Monica Studios did this. You know, God of War Ragnarok is a fantastic game. But to see these little touches that they put um, into these, like, uh, tributes and stuff like that, it's just phenomenal. It is just great. Yeah, Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> I've been playing the Switch version. Not a great experience. Once again, this is one of those Switch games where... Yeah, I prefer emulation because it's just better experience. But or basically just get the PC version or 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 the PS Five or series or Series X. Avoid the Switch version at all costs, unless you don't own anything but a Switch. But yeah, Sonic Frontiers is becoming the fastest selling Sonic game in Japan. Uh, yeah, uh, Sonic Frontiers 
broke sales records in Japan, uh, becoming the fastest-selling mainline Sonic game in that region. Uh, it's not expecting. Sonic Frontier is actually a very good Sonic game. It's actually very good. It's very structured. It's very well structured. It pays homage to the past games while bringing Sonic into this new generation of uncertainty because, you know, it's an open world Sonic game, but also has uh, glimpses of past Sonic games. So it's a nice mesh. It's a nice blend. So I'm not surprising that it's selling well in actually Japan. I don't have U.S. numbers. I should but we don't normally get U.S. numbers until months later. So when that happens, I'll probably do an update. But yeah, that's very crazy. It's very crazy, like, because people, like, people were, people were bashing Sonic Frontiers because of the trailer. And to see that it's becoming one of the fastest selling mainline Sonic games in Japan, it's just crazy. Uh, it is just crazy. And on a final note... Um, many games are getting big discounted for, uh, Black Friday. Um, already, uh, we have, uh, games like Gotham Knight selling for 40 to 50% off. Um, WWE 2, 2K22 is getting a huge discount for actually Black Friday. Uh, there's no word on what are these discounts going to be, but expect around 40 to 50% off, maybe even more depending on the game, depending on the popularity. So you could probably snag AAA title games for like 20 bucks, which is a huge discount, especially when games now are, are actually going for 70 to $75. And that's not even like the premium version. That's just the base standard now. Gaming prices has soared astronomically like it's crazy how much gaming's has become like i remember when games used to be 40 dollars in my and you know in my younger days and now it's like i'm paying close to 70 dollars for a triple a game like it's just crazy how time flies but uh yeah and of course our final story of the day which is kind of uh, funny, actually. So I wanted to end this video on a light note, or or I guess this audio recording, but I wanted to end this on a light note. But uh, Warzone 2 has has uh, just came out, and uh, there are video clips of literally players deciding to become Uber drivers with crazy results and they literally they're literally uber drivers they will get in a vehicle they will pick up players and they will literally just drive players to their destination wherever the player wants to go i mean it's funny it's lighthearted. I mean, and it's become such a trend right now i mean warzone 2 just came out and already, like, there's these crazy trends. And it's nothing bad. Like, it's not bad. Like, I'm happy to see trends like this going viral because, you know, like, there are so many, like, a-holes on actually games, like, like on Warzone's MMOs and stuff and stuff like that. But to see trends like these of people just becoming Uber drivers and just driving people around, it's just... 
it's honestly it's such lightheartedness and it's something I just wanted to share to share with you guys. So this is my solo sun solo Saturday news. I am your host Matthew Warbay, aka Mwarbe zero zero one for all you Instagram followers and for all you PC gamers. I'm Cool Hardy one hundred on Steam. Currently going to play Marvel Spider Man and possibly Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection. Um, so yeah, have an awesome Saturday and. Have an awesome weekend, guys.